All right, we live then. Let me turn down that money, man. Shout out to Money Man. Can we start with that real quick? If you don't mind. Money Man is on fire. Like, like for real, for real, is that three projects in a week? In a week. All of them are of quality. Uh, that no promo went stupid. That's probably the best one. Come on, start off, start off with Memphis, though? I mean, yeah. but encryption was. Yeah, that man's so when Salt would be going. He, he yells at the mic. He's a yeller at the mic, but he be going off, oh, man. Salt be rapping. He found that pocket fast. Yeah, that going I, I fast. Like, I like that duo. They definitely need to do more, do they more do records more together records. for sure. And then the type of dudes were like, "Yo, let's just hop in the studio on the weekend." You know what I'm saying? Record, get this money. Yeah. Go go to the strip club. Let's them, make a little EP. You know what I'm saying? Real probably, quick. It probably took them two hours to make that record. I mean, yeah. you like yo sauce, man. Go go ahead, knock this out real quick, man. I know this beat. This beat is yours, man. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Honey, mom, be trap. Sauce be on that mug yelling though, and it's fine. Oh yeah. Always. Can't get love to th- <laughs> But money, but money, Can't man. Can't get it to a wholesome woman neither. <laughs> <laughs> But no, man, Money Man has definitely been on one. Like I'm, I'm ready for it to blow up. Like yeah. I think, I think it's almost time. But don't, but don't you feel like, like we were talking about and what we continue to talk about is he's at a nice level of fame, man. Yes, this I is like where he at. Come I on. like where he's at. But I know if he wants more, obviously I want more for him. I, I want him to reach his goals and aspirations. Yeah. But I feel like, bro, it's, it's, if the money increases and the fame doesn't, like think about it. Black Thought got a lot of things going for him, bro. Yeah. Facts. Like he's a professor, Facts. writer, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, artist, like, you know what I'm saying, legendary status artist with the roots, like, all had his own stuff. He, he got something out, Stream of Consciousness, um, that I was listening to, and the bars are just like, Psh. yeah. Psh. I don't want to do, I, I honestly, like, and that's how you know it's real, real spitting. It's like, I really don't want to do anything else but listen and digest the music. You know, a lot of people, I'll throw on their, regardless of what it is, I'll throw it on while I'm playing FIFA. Or, you know what I'm saying, now Spider-Man or something like that, and be doing something else, but enjoying the songs like, oh, I like that one, oh, I like that one, oh, damn, that's three out of the first five, let me just get the headphones and get locked in, right? Right. But him, it's like, I can't do, I, you don't wanna multitask it because you don't wanna no, miss shit. You wanna, you wanna focus on the music and be able to digest the lyrics and everything, you know, all the messages that are behind it, the hidden messages that they have in their lyrics, you know, you want to be able to really focus on that. Yeah. And I and I get that, you know? And I mean, with money, it's like, I don't know, I'm at that point where I want to introduce everybody to Money Man, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I've been rocking with him for a couple years now. You introduced him to me. You know, and now- You introduced him to me, for sure. And now he's at that Black circle two. Yeah, that black circle two. Sent me that that black circle two was he. <laughs> But once, but you know, now it's like, okay, he's like, oh, I done hit my point. He done hit his point where it's like, okay, I can put out a bunch of music. And I got, he has loyal followers now. Yeah. You know, before he was still building his fan base. Yeah, and he was and trapped under cash money, so he couldn't put out exactly. shit like he wanted to. Now he's independent. Now he can just put out as much music as he wants to. But now he has those people that he, that he got from when he was in cash money yeah. and then everybody else who followed after that. So now he can just continue to expand, almost be like Dolph. Yeah. You know, sure. Dolph, Dolph put out a project, you know, what, a couple weeks ago. It was fire. He's still independent. Like two weeks. Roma was very good. Yeah. Really good. Sure. Except for that line where he said he uh, got hit when he was six. That was, that was, uh. That's tragic, that man. Was, I was like, come on, man, don't do that, man. That's, that's real problematic right there. That's, no, but that's, <laughs> but, yo, I but like, it. he's I, six. Like, is that on him? Really? I, I don't, 
I you feel it. me? If it happened in his life, is that really on him, bro? Really? I get it. Do you know any six-year-olds coercing for to to, the, to get some the youngest head? I to know, really convincing, trying to convince somebody to get some head? No. no. The youngest I know is ten. Uh, my <laughs> the balls dropped. Like, yeah, but like, like you know, ten ten is as early as I've ever seen. So six is real egregious. But I don't know if I'd be rapping about that. I, I get it. That's I his get, life. I get it. It is your life. You know what I'm saying, life, dog? Really. I mean, it's interesting. He, he named it role model because he's like, yo, I've been through a lot of shit. Yeah. And like. I'm not a lot of people's role models, but I am a role model in that, like, you can get it. I done gotten it, and I'm living the life that I didn't think I lived before. He showed... You talking about that in the interview, I was like, that's real shit. That's why people fuck with that. He's giving people the aspiration, like, yo, you know, no matter where I come from, you know, you can still succeed. You can. You can and still be what you want to be. Yeah, he all, and he also emphasizes, don't got to be rap. It don't. No, he no. was a he was, that was just he, him and currency are, are him and currency are people who talk about getting the money, keeping the money, keep getting the loyalty, keeping the loyalty. You know what I'm saying? Running, running game, learning, learning your environment, learning, playing it safe, getting your money and stacking it, getting your money and investing. Those them and Nipsey Hustle, currency are artists that talk about you know what I'm saying, like the money. They don't talk about it's like you gotta be a rapping ass nigga, you gotta be the greatest rapping ass nigga to get it. They're just like, well, however you get your money. Here's how you gotta play the game. If you wanna keep it, you wanna make more. Come stack with me and get hot if you want. Currency is the best regular rapper I've ever heard. That nigga, he just talks about life. You just talk Come about on, talk life. about, you know, playing 2K and, you know, a bocce steak fried rice. I mean, yeah. like, who does that? Yeah. Nobody does that in raps, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And just let it flow. And he's been doing it for years. Years. It, I mean, look, honestly, at the end of the day, like, he's in my top five favorite artists just because it's sheer amount of work. That he has that I enjoy, bro. So I can play it in the background, let it chill. I can listen to his lyrics and be like, damn, he put me on game and he have he's living his life, having a good time. Like I can't I make agree. one bad currency project. There's no bad ones, there's ones that I don't like as much. Oh, of course, of course. Others. Of course like for example, car- I mean uh Saturday night cartoons, bro. It was decent. Decent at Straight, best, right? To me. But more Saturday night cartoons? Favorite one ever. Yeah. I play, I've played that mixtape probably more than I've played any other body of work. Really? As a full. Because I used to play it and it's, you know what I'm saying, not that many songs, it's like seven or so songs. Yeah. And it's just, it would just be on repeat sometimes when we would be, you know, we would be back at Lux, yeah. Yeah. locked up in the bathroom, yeah. living life. Yeah. Um, Drive in theater. Is oh, my that's a favorite very project. That's I mean, a very good one. You know, when that's you uh I mean, one. you know, Godfather 4 was nice, but then you transitioned to the jazz beats so, on, you know, Vinches Vineyard and Stove Top, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, Dollar Side Migraine, you know, it just kinda it just kinda helps encapsulate like what he talks about. You just talk about regular life, but the the, the beat is so smooth, you don't even necessarily realize what he's talking about sometimes. You gotta go listen to it again. Because you get lost in yeah. the beat, you know? So, and it just, I don't know, it just helps, it just helps relate to an individual when they talk about their lives, you know? Because you hear about so many rappers talk about what they have, and a lot of regular people don't have those things. Yeah. But when a person talks about what goes on in their daily life, and there are just parts that people can relate to, it makes you become consistent because, yes, you have great beats. But then your lyrics are also extremely relatable. They're not outlandish mm-hmm. to us. It's like that's actually attainable. Yeah. You know, so of course I want to spark up a blunt to that. Yeah. You know, that could be me. Yeah. Sometimes that is me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? 
Ocean views. Anytime I'm near the ocean, bro, Ooh, that shit getting played. You gotta, you gotta get Whether we burn it or not. You gotta get to a spin. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. good music. You can just music. vibe to it. You know? Vibe music. Yeah. Well, you know we gotta get to this Breaking Bad, though, man. That's what it really Of course! I know that's what you wanna talk about. I figured that's gonna be a 20 minute segment. Oh, man, you know I'm, I'm only in season three, but I feel yeah, like man. we still get to it. Hey, it doesn't seven. matter. You look, we, we, can, we can talk about a lot, man. We can talk about a lot getting into season three. I mean, you know, just. Who's your favorite developing character so far? Besides Walt, because you know Walt is, you know, that's almighty right there. You know, Heisenberg. That's that's the guy. He's yeah. cold-blooded. Like, yeah, he he goes from a mild manner chemistry dude to cold-blooded. He had to after Tuco, though. He didn't have any other choice. Yeah, Tuco, right. Tuco created Heisenberg. He did. After what he did to Jesse, he had no choice but to but to actually, you know, he had to take take the helm. Like, yo, I can't just sit back and make the math because I'm gonna get my partner killed if yeah. I do that. You know, he has experience of life, whereas Jesse doesn't. You know, like okay, but I feel like by the end of the series, I'm probably gonna say Jesse, right? You know what I'm saying? But the character development I like the most because yo, Jesse is foolish, but he's starting to learn. He's starting. He's starting, and the main thing is not even learn; it's trusting Walt. You know, he he be hating Walt sometimes, and he be like, "Yo, you're not in it for me." But little things, Jesse, I feel like looks back and like, "Damn, like when I was tweaking, like you know what I'm saying, he was there. I just when I almost blew that, you know what I'm saying." Yeah. Well, how many mil was it? Three mil or some shit? Yeah, he blew a lot. Of yeah, money. like he was blo- like when he almost blew that, like he still kept stuck with him. And when he lost that money with too cold. Yeah. When he got arrested yeah. beforehand. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was tough. I mean, he just got. He was a. Like he's gonna stick up to uh, Walt. Yeah, he had like, to come now. It just he had to be more cognizant of his surroundings. You know, it is Jesse. He's you know he's a little dumbfounded sometimes. Uh, but Walt, I mean Walt, you know that's 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 the master man right there. But other than that, I mean, who do you think? Developing is your favorite character so far, besides Walt. Because I mean, there's a lot to dissect with a bunch of characters coming into play, especially even at the end of season two. Yeah. I love. I mean, probably. I mean, it's gotta be Saul, bro. That man Saul oh, is like that. Saul, Saul. Yo, yeah, that man Saul is. Saul Goodman. Saul Goodman is a finesser, bro. He's all I inspired to be as a finesser, bro. But I love Flynn. I love him coming into himself. You know what I'm saying? Not Junior no more. I'm Flynn. I'm me. I fuck with that. Yeah, he does. He doesn't really ever get much of a prominent role, but the segments that you do get a man, you know, he always expresses himself. He's and he's act, and he's like active, bro. He's not letting life happen to him. He's yeah. gonna say some shit. He's yeah. gonna try to do some shit. He was trying to help his dad. He set up that account to try to help his dad. Just like, just like, and they ended up being a perfect blessing for the finesse king. Exactly. Like, exactly. Just like season up. one when he told his dad, like, "You stop being a bitch." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't, don't let the cancer hold you back. Cause you see me, nigga. I got cerebral palsy. What am I doing? Like, this is my whole life. You know, this I have my whole life forever. <laughs> you just got this. Yes, it's terminal. It could be, but you my know bitch. what I'm saying? You, you can't. You can't just let life take you down like that. Even when you get to that point. So I like that. What you think about Skylar though? Is she the worst wife on TV? Fuck her. Worst but I understand. <laughs> I don't know if I understand, bro. Fuck her. But I understand. And here's why. I don't like her as a person, you know what I'm saying? She's very in your face, nosy, you know what I'm saying? Get the fuck off this man's back, whatever. But if she as if she is that person, and Walt knows it too, like certain clues he'd be like, he knows. Certain clues he knows. Like 
his dealings with Skyler is really what is turning him into the cold-blooded, no emotion shown, I'm getting the job done. Because he's had to do that yeah. for his marriage, for, you know what I'm saying, his daughter. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And I get where Skyler has to develop, you know, that kind of like understanding the hidden message that Walt is sending her because he because she knows of course you know he's not coming home he's not you know being the great husband that he was before he got the cancer and that's also a byproduct of the cancer but also something else going on you know so I do get that she gets to a point where you know she has to accept both sides you know if she gets to that point when she figure out you know what he's actually doing but at the same time though uh she stinks at communicating. She's, I get that Walt is really bad at expressing his emotions, but she goes from zero to a hundred as soon as he comes in the house. You know what I'm saying? Or she shuts down. Yeah. As soon as he she's comes not. In. Yeah. She when she wants to communicate. Yeah. yeah she'll communicate. She's not, Otherwise, she's not trying. She's to not shit. receptive. She's not know? receptive. And that's why he never felt like he could let her know yeah. what was really going on. 100%. So, you know, he kind of has to keep it a secret. Because, I mean, I mean, again, you know, being a, if I was ever thinking about being in that position and being married while, you know, doing, dealing illegal drugs and making it, um, you have to have that secrecy. But he wants her to know. And it also sends a message. Because you got to think about it. You know, think about it. You had a, a, if you've had a girlfriend who is extremely uh, intuitive. You know, and only, and only really has something to say if your statements are off, and that could come from at any point, even if you don't even realize that you're doing it. And that's what that's kind of what Skylar does, um, but she takes it too far because now it's like, okay, now you're sending out these accusations. Now he has to be on the defensive, whenever. Mm -hmm. um, so now whenever he has a conversation with you it's like okay well I have to defend myself regardless of what she's saying regardless yeah. what the topic is about because it's going to come back to whatever is you know whatever she's thinking yeah um, so now it's like oh well I can't tell her now what I'm doing yeah. without sabotaging our marriage yeah but he did say it and it was it was a wrap it was a wrap but she was like I'm not going to tell him what, God, why am I forgetting his name right now what's his name he's one of my favorite characters hey. too yeah because hey. Hank growing Hank is growing. Cause Hank, I tell you, let me, let's talk about my boy Hank. Like because Hank. this dude was a borderline racist, like, yeah. didn't give a fuck, just classic, kind of like military cut type of dude. Yeah. Who, like, he had no problems with nobody, but he held his prejudice. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's that he's that law enforcement officer that's like, yeah. depending on the uh, environment he's in, is, you know what I'm saying, depending on how his sensibilities are, you know what I'm saying, to others. Yeah. Um... And when he went down there to Texas, boy, with 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 uh, the tortoise, yeah, he, he had he had some issues. Cause yeah. I always win. Now I see your head just on a turtle, nigga. Yo, they played the fuck out of this man, bro. Yeah, that's one thing I saw. Like, yeah, yo, motherfuckers down from Mexico will de deform a body. He had he saw a different world. He thought he was Big Ball's dog when he went down there. You know what I'm saying? In New yeah. Mexico, it's like, oh, I run this over here in New Mexico. He going to Texas. Yeah. He saw he wasn't running shit no more. Yeah, they he looked at him. They were like. Bro, we gonna see if you last out here. And they laughing at him bullshit, and yeah. they all got fucked up. And they were like, "See, that's that's on us for dropping our guard." Yeah, cause you know they, what I'm they wanted his head on a platter. You know, they thought it was gonna be easy, but you know, he don't. You know, Hank adapted. And Hank did adapt. You know, and yeah. I, I, I'm interested. I, to see, I'm interested to see how that plays out, cause I feel I, like it's gonna be 
Hank and Walt at the end. You like to see the character that Hank turns into, but to the development of what you see, the progressions with him and Walt. Oh man, they're drastic. From season one to because it was end. like because I feel like at, in season one for me, Hank was like almost sorry for Walt. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He was sorry for Walt, but he was also like, you know what I'm saying. It's like, also Hank's it's, fault. it's 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 just Walt. It's also Hank's fault he got into it. Oh yeah. Because he went on a ride along. Yeah. You know? And met Jesse. Yeah. And that I mean, reintroduced himself to Jesse. Yeah. 110%. It's interesting how that that uh, domino effect is shown, especially with Walt letting, you know what I'm saying, her die, which is his first, like, truly cold moment. Well, I don't know. Season one was cold. He had to, it, it, he, it was necessary, but it was still cold in the manner in which he killed Crazy Eight. That was still cold. That's a, yeah, that's, a, that's true. That's, that's a tough true. way to kill somebody. Yeah, I mean, like you got to you But that was like, but that was more of like, well, that's because he didn't, you know, he fear, did. adrenaline, had, like nothing else could be done. He could have saved her, and yeah. still have gotten so, and still have finessed her way around it. Like he could have, but he was like, nah, damn that bitch. Because he, he said he thought that he was like, nah, like you gonna talk to me like that? You gonna do yeah. me like that? I'm gonna let you could Cutting you out was only helped me keep my homie here. Like he did that to yeah. keep Jesse right by his side, locked in. Because he was gonna lose Jesse. He was had gonna lose Jesse. Had he not sure. done it, Jane was gonna was gonna pull them apart. Yeah. But Easily. the thing about domin- the domino effect is, you know what I'm saying? That her father, you know what I'm saying, casting a plane. But you know and, what? And Walt has to just sit there and take it. It's collateral damage. Yeah, collateral that, that's damage exactly how Walt felt. It's Walt a, was just like, it's a means to an end. I didn't, I, I didn't pull that trigger. Yeah, he I didn't do nothing. He should have been. And it's not like he really like it's his fault that she was in that position because he was trying to help Jesse. He was. He was trying to wake Jesse up, help him, and she just happened to fall over just in the situation. He didn't do it on purpose. He, you know, what I'm saying it wasn't an issue. But he had to do but it. But he could have saved it. He could have saved it. He but could have saved. It. But how different would things have been had he saved her? Yeah. Then? But no. Oh, qu- sorry. Quick question. Yeah. I mean, quick thing. Back to Hank though. Okay. Yeah. We we still got to talking about Hank because. Yeah. At first, I feel like Hank was just like, oh, it's just Walt, underestimating him. Yep. Really, it was just like, yo, he's a smart, good guy. What could a smart, good guy do? Yeah. Till that good guy's like, fuck it, I got to get out the mud and yeah. turns into a opportunistic guy. Well, I'm not going to call him a bad guy. I'm not gonna, he's an anti-hero, in my opinion, right he's now. Not, yeah, yeah. You know, he's not a bad guy. He's not, he's not an evil guy. He has. But he will do what he needs to do for his family. That is 100%. He will take your life. For his family. Already I've seen that yeah. off grip. I'm in season three, ladies and gentlemen. I've seen that off grip. I can't wait till you get to season five because you got a lot. You got yeah. a lot. I mean, but I've also seen certain things. Like, I've seen episodes of Hell. I've seen him do some, you know what I'm saying, some he's stuff. Had, I've seen had, him end lives. He's had to be ruthless. I've seen him he's had to be end ruthless. lives, you know? But, you know, again, Tuco, to me, was the one who brought him to that point. Yeah. Because Tuco was going to kill them. Yeah. And once he realized he was it was time with it, and that's why he lost. I mean, died. But once he realized it was kill or be killed, he had no choice. Yeah. And that's his motto from you know since that episode in season two. That was what he had to do. You know, there's always a means to an end, and he had to figure out what it was. And he's starting to figure it out now. But at the same time, much is good. I would be excited. But yeah, I agree. Tuco was one of those characters that was only in what three, four episodes, maybe. 
Uh, yeah, we played, you know, those, those were some big three, four Yeah, episodes. I know, but it was like his, his impact was. Yeah, just like when he killed his homie after they did the deal. Like, I mean, how you beat my homie to death with your fist, dog? How mad That was crazy. How mad do you have I can't to wait him? to see his uh, uncle come back into play, though. Because I've seen oh, him Hector? later time, yeah. Ooh. I know, I know. I know. Bro, you gotta understand. The juiciest thing you're thinking about is the thing that I saw where I was like. I'm gonna have to see this show. Oh like, like I put it in my watch list that night. Like, I can't. I can't wait till you get to the point where you see the integration. Oh, you have you met Gus yet? Yeah, of course. Okay, so when you see the integration between the cartel and Gus, yeah. Oh man, it's gonna make so much sense. Yeah. It's gonna. It's all gonna connect for you. Perfect. So easily. It's so seamless. Perfect. How you can do it, yo? I mean, I mean, that man got some business, man. That's a business, man. If I aspire to be somebody who can like get into money laundering and stuff like that, I aspire to be like him because it is basically untraceable, and you can mitigate all of the issues you have. Because guess what? Oh, I had somebody get killed from my truck. Guess what? I can mitigate that. You know what I'm saying? We taking it down to Nesco. Well, guess what? I can just chop that up. I can chop that up to the cartel. Not want my product in there. Yeah. You know. So it's okay. Yeah, yeah, they had to die. But guess what? I'm big boss dog. I can just I can reroute it. I can get some more people in there. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's the thing. Like I remember seeing one part um where it's like they did when they poisoned at that pool. Yeah. And he was just like, yo, you gotta save him, you gotta save him. That's not the man who pays my bills. <laughs> that dog is like, that's not the man who pays me. <laughs> You're right. We'll see if he's around. Shit, I'll do my thing, but <laughs> I'm not worried about him, bro. Yeah. I'm worried about him. Yeah. I yeah. was like, okay, yeah. okay, that's big boss. And he working that oh boy, oh boy, oh whatever. <laughs> man drive. Like, and you could never you would never know, you would never suspect, bro. That's the perfect cover. Perfect cover. What are you doing about that? It's like if you're making a lot of calls, you're doing a lot of things. Yeah, you're a manager of a restaurant. That's you know what I'm saying. Idea makes sense. Yeah. Period. You're on the business. Uh, uh, you on the business uh, owners association because you own that restaurant or whatever. But the whole time you're. I mean, the man's gonna gotta be like half a billy. It's extremely advantageous. I mean, half a billy. He gotta be worth yeah. half a billy. He was worth. A lot of bread. Yeah. I mean, you know, being able to send that product down there with my other product, yeah. you know, and be able to send that back. Come on, man. And I, now I got the best, man. Yeah. And you know, I don't just have this half ass shit. Yeah, I yeah. He absolutely. Yo, that man Saul is the finesser. Because that man Saul was like, how good is your stuff? Let me see. Let me try it. That's part of the payment. Yeah. He got it to some of his people. They were like, we can make you a rich man or a dead man. What's up? Yeah, so I was like, I'm just best shit I read. Yeah, like, I'm just, just for real. That's, a, that's just the go between right guy. Now. Yeah, I'm just the go between guy. You ain't gotta talk to me no more. I can't wait to see what's better go. Yeah, let me yeah. let me get that 15. Let me just get that 15k finder's fee. I'm out. I'm out of here. You deal my, with that man. I got my cut, man. Yeah, like, I'm his lawyer, man. so you know I got it locked down. But Saul's a perfect middleman. Yeah. Cause he knows how to finesse anybody out of anything. Yeah, and, he, and it's also just the fact that he, um, he's just like a lawyer. So it's like you yeah. give him a dollar if you start that like like legally. He can't that confidentiality is there. You know what, you what I'm saying? saying? He can. And his relationship with with Mike is really what facilitates that. 
uh, and that comes more to fruition, like you know. You talking about uh, Mike, the guy in the white hair? Yeah, Irma tried a ball guy. Yeah, ball yeah. guy. Sorry, the yeah. guy who was like, uh, who was telling Walt, uh, you might not want to do this. Their but... their relationship is really what sparks everything, uh, because without their partnership, then Gus doesn't get what he needs and finds Walt. You yeah. know. So it really, it really helps facilitate like their interactions. Those two right there. Yeah, that's where they start to begin to play a bigger part. Yeah, and that's why they got to go back with Better Call Saul. Man, Better Call Saul can last eight seasons. Oh yeah, we're it's almost the end of season four, and you haven't even scratched the surface with Breaking Bad. Like you're just getting there. No way. Yeah. So you're gonna have a lot to watch with that. Yeah, they'll probably lead up to like. I feel like they'll like lead up to the moment that they need. So. If you watch Better Call Saul, the first episode is uh, fast forward to after what happens in Breaking Bad. So you have to get to the point where where Saul is at, which is way after Breaking Bad. I'm just thankful he's alive, bro. Yo, I love Saul, bro. Oh man, you gotta see what happens. Man, I can't, I can't wait. When you when you get to season five, we can talk about, we can dissect episode by episode. Yeah, like it gets crazy. Uh, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Another thing we could do that with is Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I haven't talked to you about Game of Thrones on the podcast. Ooh, have we I? have. You have not talked to me about that. There's a lot to talk about. There's a, there's a lot to dissect. So where, where do you want to start with? Let's just go with first of all your thoughts on the show in itself, and then we'll dig into its characters, production. I, I do like how the good guy doesn't win. You always get that in, in most shows. It's like, oh man, you know, at the end, the good guy is always gonna win. But in Game of Thrones, I'm hoping that's not what happens. I wanna see cut and dry the ruthless shit. That's real life. The good guy rarely wins mm-hmm. in real life. For sure. And we finally get that in a television show. We get to see how hard they strive to get to that point. And but still fail. And they still fail time after time after time again. Just because the circumstances call for it, their actions, just them being graceful, continuing to be a graceful person in a world that does not call for it. God gonna, damn it. Sorry, Ned, but yeah, bro. It's going to lead to your death. Yeah. And I do think season one, it is Vera's fault that Ned got killed. Oh, for sure. Simply because he let, it, he let, he let Ned put his guard down. It was like, okay, maybe I should empathize with what you're saying. I should worry about my family. When at first, he wasn't worried about that at all. Yeah. He was simply like, I'm worried about the means to an end, the truth. Yeah. If this is what it is, you know, they've committed incest and Joffrey is not. The king, I gotta know. I mean, they gotta know, people gotta know. Yeah, they have to know. And then Varys came in and was like, that's not what you need to do. Let's worry about your family. Your family should come first. And that's what warped his mind. He was like, okay, he had a moment of doubt. Like, oh, I guess maybe that would be more advantageous for me to do. And that's what got him killed. Yeah. Now Shout you out to Sansa, though. Sansa, Bran, and uh, Sansa learned. Sansa learned how to play the game. Damn, she, because, yo, she was so useless at first, she was bro. So Everybody useless. was like, yo, I don't like this girl. She's useless. She's Everybody. There's not one person that could say, after season one, you fucked with Sansa. You might have been like, damn, I mean, she didn't got she didn't get fucked over by this man Joffrey. You know what I'm saying? I feel sorry for her, but I don't like her, and she's not doing anything of, of you know what I'm saying, of but, importance. But boy, oh boy, did she learn the game, and she learned the game most from two individuals: mm-hmm. Ramsey Bolton 
Cersei Lannister. And those are the two. Not even close. They're two best people to learn the game from. Because Varys, Varys was her like her little her mentor. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Varys was trying to put her on the game. But Varys really for her was her long-term project. Yep. And her long-term project and experimenter. You know what I'm saying? Yep. She could start talking about her thought processes and her schemes. And he's just like, how many times does Varys just look over and like, very good. Yeah. Very good. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. but Cersei is the one that she watched. She has Cersei to. is the one that when Cersei was when they were um, locked up, and you know what I'm saying, uh, Tyrion and them were fighting and stuff like that. And Cersei was just talking straight, real to Sansa, like, "Fuck yeah. it, you a woman, you got to deal with this shit. You got finesse. Don't be nobody." Yep. You know what I'm saying? She took that to heart. I don't think Cersei realized how much she would take in, though. No, not at all. Cersei underestimated her too. Yeah. Everybody did because she wasn't about shit before. She, she wasn't, wasn't about shit. Wasn't. The only person who was really trying to see like what she was turning into was Shay. Yeah. Shay was the only one. And that was just that was almost off of like a whim. Like, yeah, that was, yeah. Just because she was spending so much time with her. That was completely incidental. Yeah. Marjorie Marjorie was gonna get I get loved it. Marjorie. That God was, damn. Marjorie she was, was she was gonna be a good ass queen. Too. Marjorie was babe, but Cersei said, I'm gonna have a hand in this. Jesus Ah, man, with the High Scepter, his. Yo, the High Scepter would really underestimated Cersei's power. Yeah. And the allure that she had. Yeah, also just like her complete ruthlessness. Oh, yeah. He, he underestimated that she would kill everybody. And she killed everybody. For like, what? Like, it didn't matter who you were. You could have been the one person who was nice to her when you she had that walk of shame. You could have been. You know what I'm saying? You could have been that one person that did spill on her. Or like helped her up, you know what I'm saying, or didn't even come out there to show support, but you were there, and then a high step, and then it's like gone. She was, she was willing to have her because after that she was like, "Fuck all these people." She if I get to see the power, fuck her. She was willing to have her other son kill himself. She was like, "Okay." Now she didn't know that was gonna happen. Now, nah, no, 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 no. She, she, she overestimated her parenting skills. She thought that she, because she fucked up with Joffrey. She never really had a chance with Marcella, right? Yeah. But she was like, yo, like, I'm here. I'm going to see what I can get with Tommen. My father's here. You're going to get him stronger. And Marjorie was just pulling her away. I was going to say. He was pulling him away, but it wasn't making him, it wasn't making him soft. It was making him feel like it's okay to be a kind, good king. And then she does ruthless acts like that without telling him about it, yeah. without you know what I'm saying any type of forewarning. I, I, and he was just like he couldn't take it. But I think she always felt like she was always a, a step above him anyway. Just well, she felt it, like she was a step just, above everyone because but because, Jamie. She was no. There's three people she felt like she truly in her mind that she wasn't a step above. In my opinion, okay. I believe that is her father, of course, uh-huh. Jamie, because she loved him. And she doesn't want to admit it, but Tyrion, because she Tyrion knows he's smart as fuck. Everybody in her family is always smarter than her. All three, all three of them were all significantly smarter than her. She was just ruthless. Mm-hmm. On top of that, Jamie wasn't smarter than her, bro. I don't know. Nah, Cersei, listen. Cersei was Cersei was the closest thing to their father in terms of ruthlessness. Tyrion was the closest things in terms of sheer brain and intellect. Jamie and so had the empathy. It, I think that's all that was. Jamie just had the empathy compared to what Cersei did. He has the intellect, but because Cersei mad smart, bro. Exactly. And the thing is though, it's not just that. They're both intelligent. The thing is, Cersei listened. 
Jamie didn't. They even say yeah. it like she was like, you just wanted to go out and play with your swords. I mean, yeah. Jamie just wanted to go out and play with your swords. You never gave Tyrion a chance, even though he's a fucking, you know what I'm saying, mongrel half-breed. But yeah. fuck it, he is fucking smart. You know what I'm saying? Uh, through all the shit we've all, and that's one thing. There's a certain level of respect everybody in that family had for him. Oh, yeah. They were just like, he's beneath us. I can't give it to him, except for Jamie. Yeah. Jamie was the one who was like, I don't give a damn, bro. I don't care what you look like. You get shit done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You saved the, you saved the city twice. You know what I'm saying? Once from motherfucking they, like you can say Tyrion did, but that city would have been sacked, ran, all the women raped if it hadn't been for Tyrion. Yeah. And you know what Max. I'm saying? And Podrick and all that. So Max. it is what it is. But sorry, to that, uh, Cersei was just like, you know what I'm saying? Did you ever wonder like if I was the one who was actually listening and paying attention? Because I am the one that was listening and paying the fuck attention. And she was. She was. She was. Cersei. She was like, yo, I'm telling you, bro. That's why Sansa, I feel like, learned a lot from her. Because it's like, Cersei really was just the one to be, that was going to be pawned off. They weren't putting, investing anything in her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They really weren't. Same way that the Sarks, it's not like, you know what I'm saying? They were investing in her. They cared about Sansa. They loved Sansa. But they were like, we're going to let her be a lady. That's what she wants to be. So we'll let her be a lady. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they both were just like, fuck it. I'm going to learn the game. And when I get power, I'm going to utilize it and leverage it properly. And get this goddamn power. Get this clout up. Yep. And that, I mean, that, and they came, both did it. Period. It came to fruition for Sansa, especially at the end of season seven. Yeah. I mean, you know. Of course. I am very, and I'll tell you what, and we'll, there's so many other characters and even more important characters to talk about, but I am very excited to see season eight and see what happens with um, Sansa, Arya, Jon, and Danny. Two of them have to die. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, let's, I'm not talking about. You're like, talking about just development as yeah, a whole. Yeah, I'm talking about their dynamic together. Because Bran going, Bran don't give a fuck about nothing no more, except for everyone surviving. So he's gonna, he might even just say it right in front of everybody to John's face. Yo, John, like, I got something to tell you. You're actually, and then Sam might be like, shit, 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 we need to take this to a more private place. I feel like that's how that's gonna happen. And it's gonna be those two, Brandon, Sam, John, Danny, Sansa, Arya. And, um, fuck, why am I forgetting his name? It's one of my favorite characters. Davos. Ah, Davos. Davos and maybe Masande. Maybe. Yeah. No, Davos and, uh, Tyrion. Tyrion will be in that room. I don't know. The way way Tyrion's trajectory is going. He'll be fine. I mean, I don't know if he'll survive. I'm just saying he'll be fine. I mean, I get that, you know, you might think about Clunum in a discussion, but the way his trajectory is going and the way he be, you know, like, the way his interactions are going, I mean, it, it, it does arise a suspicion there. Yeah. You know, he's not, he's not being true to any one person at this time, and now that creates a sense of doubt between individuals. Uh, especially with Danny, who, who is supposed to be loyal to, but he has feelings for her, which clouds your judgment. But it's not like he wants to be with her. It's not, but that, but that doesn't. But he cares. He does care about he her. He cares. He care. He's starting to care to a point where it could be detrimental. Yeah, that's true. Like he's not just like loyal to my queen. I want her success. It's just like, yo, this girl's been through a lot, and uh, and Tyrion does do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He cares about these women, whether it's a whore in some random port city or the queen of the dragons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he, like if you have a story to share and you've been through shit. He empathized. He's been in the dirt. Like him and John, both are two characters that have been through the boat and have been yeah. through the dirt, bro. Yeah. Even yeah. though he was rich born, even though he was rich born, he's being yeah. treated. He like was shamed. He was shamed. His whole For life. sure. And but the thing is, though, I think that 
I think the one thing is once he realizes Jamie's out of there, out of there, you know what I'm saying? Once he realizes Jamie and Braun are out of there, Tyrion's about to turn up. No more mercy. Because he was in a situation where he was like, all right, I want her to win. I want to do everything to make sure she wins, but I want it to be minimal amount of conflict so the chances of Jamie dying on the battlefield are minimal. And the chance that, you know what I'm saying, Cersei could either be jailed or, you know what I'm saying, quickly executed without being tortured, without being fed to dragons. Okay, because he's like, I probably wouldn't mind her dead at all, but I don't want her to suffer. You know what I'm saying? Because Tyrion's just... They're talking about caring, you know what I'm saying? Tyrion's just that type of caring motherfucker. And if it wasn't for Tyrion, I doubt Jamie would have came out as good as he did because it took that one little bit of caring and understand someone going through that type of plight their whole life for him to connect to Brienne. Yeah, you know what I'm saying for her being, you know, what I'm saying a woman knight and not being the most attractive. Which I mean, let me be clear, she's not ugly, but that for her character, she's supposed to be like very mannish, not attractive. You know what I'm saying from the books and stuff. And so, it's like, I think Jamie seeing that, like, dang, she had to go through this shit too. Like, people didn't want her to be here. People didn't think nothing of her. Yeah. But here she is. Like, he respects that because he's seen that through his little brother who still has amounted to something. Who still has saved, you know what I'm saying, thousands of lives, saved cities. Yeah. You know? And so I feel like, um, if Jamie could, could uh, if, if they can get... I tell you right now, if they could get Tyrion, Podrick, and Braun back for at least one more good scene together, that'd be, that'd be worth it. That'd stamp be worth best show of all time. I don't need to know the ending because I'll tell you what, it's a, it's it's top tier for me. There's not anything necessarily better than it. But those three, like when I, I bet because I've been going back through, you know, what I'm saying season two, season three, season three, those two would make a whole. Those three would make a whole episode. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When Tyrion gave gave him that night at the at the whorehouse, yeah, and he came back like, I got what is this? Like, yeah. you had to pay for this. That's almost like that's like a month's wages. Like, they didn't accept it. The fuck? Him, like him and Bron going back and forth. Like, hold up, and then they get the drinks and like, what'd you do? <laughs> and then it switches to Boris and that other girl who I tell you what, they put time on her making it seem like she was gonna go someplace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like the that was the first woman who got fucked over from caring about Varys. Definitely, <laughs> that yeah, was the yeah. first one who got her. That was wild. Caring about Varys. Varys took so many out the game, bro. Out the game. Varys took so it. many out the game. He was really, He he must have. He had to have been confident. That's why in that moment when he was just like when she was like Lord Varys, like I would have been taken aback too. Like what? Like there's so many wins on his side and like. Things are just going his way. Yeah. He, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. And and he was about to meet the Queen of Dragons. And link up with Tyrion, who was like, he's not on bad terms with. And he knows, like, if I can li- lock in and get him as, like, a solid ally, we're lit. You're getting locked in, yo. And who's the unit? I don't know why I'm forgetting these names right now. Um... Was a uh, hand to the Mad King. Oh, hand to the God! I cannot remember that name right now. I cannot remember that name. I know. I'm I'm picturing it in my head. <laughs> That's a rough one. 
I'm gonna look that up, bro, because yo, he was one of my he's one of my favorite characters for sure. For sure, for sure. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm tripping Varus. I don't know why we keep saying Varus. Baelish. Oh Lord Baelish. I don't know why we kept saying Varus. That's because oh. that man was a finesse. Varus is the the true finesser though. Varus is the one that's really been playing the strings behind behind the scenes, man. Until because uh, he might he might have been one of the reasons why, like Tyrion said, Danny and them actually didn't get caught. Yeah. In the first place. Yeah. Two. You know what I'm saying? Got the dragon eggs. But Lord Baelish though. Oh, Lord Bayless was taking was, him out left and right. He was like, "I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to a different, I'm gonna go to a different place, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna stake, my, I'm gonna make my stake, you know? Yeah. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna influence everybody. He influenced everybody everywhere. Yeah. He went from Peter Baelish, the poorhouse runner, to Lord Baelish. Real the fuck quick. Very quick turnover. Real quick. Two two years max. <laughs> maximum. Maximum. So shout, out, I mean, shout out to Lord Baelish, but yeah, he had to go. But in talking about Varus, man, we were really talking while using Varus' name. Varus is just like, like when he was talking about his story to Tyrion and giving Tyrion that confidence he needed back, he got Tyrion back in his bath. Because Tyrion was about ready to give up early. 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 Yeah. But that story about, you know what I'm saying, getting sold, getting drugged, uh, getting snipped, you know what I'm saying, molested for magic, whatever. And then going through the mud, selling his own body, selling whatever he could, secrets, sex, anything to, you know what I'm saying, moving up the hierarchy, becoming a hand of a king, becoming the lord of spies, and then getting that man dropped off right to his goddamn crib for whatever revenge he decides. Yeah. That. Yeah. That. It's masterful. sir. It's masterful. Is planning. That is patience. That is the epitome of patience. And he said that. He was like, yo, bro, not everything's going to go your way. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have setbacks. But if you're patient, if you don't retaliate immediately, if you're patient, shit going to come your way. And he just opened up that crate. Yeah. There it was, man. That is just, that's incredible to me. Game of Thrones is so intricate, man. And just Yeah, I mean, so all these characters are doing so much. All these characters have a story. You know that they developed and that you know they eventually got into it's it's crazy it's crazy yeah. to think about but i love it but i mean we gotta talk about you know what i'm saying the most important character in my opinion uh john snow the god like john snow you know i'm gonna be honest with you i didn't even really like john snow like that till after he died and came back really john like when people were like yeah john snow is like the main character, this big integral character. And you saw him die and you were like that. I didn't like his interactions before he died. I just didn't like the trajectory of where he was going. He just seemed to be stuck in place. But once, you know, like I get it with the wildlings and everything and what he was doing. I appreciate the sacrifice that he made, but he wasn't really, he wasn't really going out and getting it. He was nah, I can't, I can't, I can't adhere to that, bro. Jon Snow from the beginning was like, Fuck it, bro. I gotta do it. Cause he thought like he was literally just like, I'm just another name here. Yeah, Lord Stark, fuck with me. Yeah, I had some respect over there, but I'm really just a bastard, bro. I'm another person to to die if necessary. That's what the watch was. You die if necessary to protect the rim. 
And you know what I'm saying? He met the challenges because he started meeting all of these people and he learned. But didn't he already have the opportunity to do more in season one before he decided to go to the Night Watch? How so? When uh after Ned was in King's Landing and heard everything that was happening with them, and Rob was like, you know, I gotta go out here and do this. Didn't did Jon Snow have a chance to go ahead and take his place right he, there? Nah, he was he was already in the Night's Watch. Nah, he was already in the Night's Watch because he have- Ned's brother was like. Like, see, I mean, it was literally episode two. He was like, yo, come with me to the Night's Watch, bro. You're not going to get, you're not going to get anything here. Yeah, but then they try to, you know, I mean, again, but then he have his opportunity when all of that went down to say, you know, like, I can, I can forego this. And I can go do but that. He was, but, yo, I mean, we got to think about it. I get it. He was a 16-year-old. He was a 16-year-old in the, in the Night's Watch. You know, it's not like Rob walked up to him and was like, yo, fuck all this. The king of the north now come with me. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't that yeah. wasn't the situation? Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? He's hearing about everything late too. Matter of fact, because but but he's learning from is he's learning from who we thought was at the time one of the last dragons, Amon yeah. Targaryen. Yeah. Him and Sam, they were listening, they were learning, they were understanding. And I love watching back and seeing the foreshadowing now that I know what I know because it's just like, um. Uh, Aemon Targaryen was just talking about like uh, baby Iggy, her, um, his brother's um, uh, son. How he could be out there, but it was just like the ramblings of Sam didn't pay no attention to it. But he was just like, damn, like a Targaryen all alone out in the world is the worst possible thing. And John walks right in the room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like he just walks in the room and hangs there, and there's no words said. Yeah. And then they go on to their conversation, and then they go to a scene with Danny, I believe. You know, so yeah. just little things like that that I'm just like, yo, I love that about this show. Another thing is, as a person who has read the book and seen some some scenes come directly from the book, even though a lot of it is a little bit changed. Yeah. It's just like if in the chapter of the book it starts with light came through the the uh, thin fabric hitting the cup on the table. There was wine there, slightly spilled, you know what I'm saying? That's how it's set up. Like, that's how the first look of that scene is. And then someone starts talking to whoever, Tyrion or whatever. Yeah. You know, little things like that, I think, were, were very, very cool and very um, attention to detail. Like, and the fact that they're doing it with all these different directors where it's like, oh, we need something like that, where it's like very heavy conversational scenes and situation, plot thickens. We need these type of guys. Yeah. Oh, we're about to have Battle of the Bastards. All right, we got to call in so and so and so and so. Battle of the Bastards. That's dope. But. To me, and yes, John after death, totally, you know what I'm saying? He really became king, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He really was like, fuck it, bro. I've, I've died for y'all motherfuckers. Y'all brought me back? All right, we're going to handle this shit. I'm going to do my best. Fuck yeah. y'all, but I'm going to do my best. That's when he came back at, and I loved it. He had swag now. He had chip on his shirt. Yeah. He didn't give a fuck. He I, didn't get, he was like, yo, if it's not helping me save people's lives, you are wasting my goddamn time. You know, this is a child. He said this to Danny's face. He was like, Yo, like, y'all squabbling around like children when I've seen the motherfucker look me in the eyes who could kill anyone 1v1. Yeah. I've seen the man who could control tens of thousands of human beings, dead human beings, at one time. 
He's seen that. He's like, yo, like, what y'all, what you talking about right now? It don't matter. It don't matter, bro. You, you literally rule over a graveyard. I mean, I was saying, it, it was necessary. Matter. It was necessary. We needed him to stay in the night watch because we would have never gotten that perspective. Yeah. And he not. And I get it was necessary. And because, I mean, it was clear early. People saw his potential. They were just like, he's young. He's naive. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody well, from Ygritte to you know what I'm saying King Beyond the Wall to the Lord Commander. Yeah. Even Tyrion saw it. Like, yeah. yo, like this this guy has something about him, you know what I'm saying? Like he's willing to uphold. He's smart. He's willing to uphold. Yeah. He's honest. He did his thing. I mean Jon Snow came into his own. I just didn't like him before he died. True. It just but at, now after he, he died. Wasn't my, he wasn't my favorite for a while, you know what I'm saying? But but, but after he died and came back. I saw the king of the north. Yeah. I saw it. The, yeah, he, he had that. Yeah. But before then, it was like, ah, he's just kind of moseying around. You know what I'm saying? He's like, he's trying to find his way. Yeah, you know, but, which way. Yeah, I, I definitely agree, though. Know? But, but that's the thing for a bastard. That's the great thing about that time. It's like, where is my place? Yeah. I'm in the second most important house, you know what I'm saying? Arguably. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say solidified. You know? Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Was, in, in, in the kingdoms, yeah. because it's like, yeah, Baratheon was on the throne, but Baratheon wasn't just he like... wasn't really just running shit, though. Yeah, Ty- I mean, Tywin was running shit. Casterly Locke ran shit. Yeah, they period. period. And the, the Starks held the north. They held the yeah. most territory, you know what I'm saying? And, and the, so... The only reason they faltered is because they, they got stretched in. Yeah, that definitely. That was literally the only reason. Don't, go, no, don't go south. They yep. were telling me that. So don't like, go and south. that's crazy. Ned could have been king, bro. That's what's crazy to me. And that's why I want to see, you know what I'm saying, uh, Stannis' Rebellion. I want them to do a prequel show. Yeah. On some Better Call Saul yeah. type vibes. Like, that would be incredible. Literally, you could do it the same, similar way. Like, show what's happened in the future, future. Maybe John even growing up, blah, 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 blah. And then it's just like telling them a story. Yeah. I mean, no, brand just telling someone a story about what really happened. And you see it go all the way down. Because it's true, Ned found Kingslayer first. Yeah. Ned could have sat on that throne. Stannis probably would have taken it. If one man could have taken it from Stannis, it would have been Ned. And people would have followed it too. Yeah. It would have been like, alright. Stannis never deserved it. At least in the show. He wasn't a good king. He earned it from that rebellion. He and it was necessary rebellion, but, he did but that. He did. But he was he was a warrior, not a ruler. Yeah. He was a warrior, not a ruler. That. He, he showed, showed that. that. He, he just, showed that when he, he made the sacrifice. When he made the sacrifice for his daughter, which uh, that was probably the worst death I've seen on the I mean that was that was completely unnecessary. Yeah. It didn't even have to happen. Yeah. You know, it it had no bearing on anything else that happened in the show that his daughter got sacrificed. That was completely unnecessary. Yeah. Because, I mean, Missandry was like, oh, you had to do this to become king. Yeah. And he never ends up becoming king, even though he sacrificed. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean Stannis' so rebellion. Could, I'm sorry. Uh, I meant uh, Rob's rebellion. Rob. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Rob. I love Rob. Rob was a bad was, king, though. He wasn't a good king. He wasn't a good king. Robert Rathen was not a good king. No. He was a nice guy. He was a nice guy. He fucked with people. But he, he could not, he could he wasn't really good at bringing people together. You know, only whatsoever. only the only the fight. He was a he and was a good he was a good warrior and leader of men in the battlefield. But, the, but he wasn't a, he wasn't a king, bro. He was a he was a soldier. Like what all he did was fuck women. The only fuck thing like, his worst mistake was not keeping Cersei on his side. 
and that's what really led to yeah honestly because if he had if he had just treated, if he had just if he had just treated Cersei right it would have I mean it completely changed the dynamic but again, you know, would have been conflict, would have been yeah. shit. Night King probably came and still was still gonna come and fuck shit up. Fuck shit up. But so much, so much could have been avoided if it wasn't for that. Oh, yeah. Um. But back to Stannis, like you said, like St- I didn't mean Stannis in that though. Like, he was not a good, he was not a good king. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he had that right or whatever, and he earned that right or whatever. But what he did to Renly, his own brother. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do that. That was unnecessary. Sacrificing his daughter. He made a he made a un, he made a bunch of unnecessary bad decisions. And in the grand scheme of things, that, the that, reason that got him killed. Yeah, it was all for that box. All for all for that box. That I mean, but again, his wife did advocate for it, which kind of really bolstered his ego. Had his wife shut it down. Had his wife said, "No, this is not what we gonna do." Would have changed. She the knew. Course. Of course. She knew. She knew. She knew. And that's women what, know. Women can look at. Women can. Look. I remember in Narcos. We're gonna stick the episodes. I remember in Narcos that uh, one reporter that Pablo starts dubbing and she starts talking about like, does your wife do like this? And he chokes the hell out of like, should I ever speak about my wife again? I'm yep. kidding. And he gets back to fucking right. And then she meets his his wife. Um, at that campaign rally and yeah. later that night like she just came up to him and was just like yo like don't ever insult me with that bitch again like yep. don't ever like, I was I'm better than that bitch like I like, I, like, like I, I know don't ever do it again don't ever insult me by seeing her around you again or in my face again ever cause women know bro they, don't, they know and so god I'm I'm so glad John said no to her. Shout out to John for that. Yeah, shout out to John for that. He knew who to say yes to and who to say no to. Yeah, he sure did. He didn't necessarily know why. <laughs> yeah, he was like, uh, what's up about this bitch? I don't like how she got Stannis wrapped up around. And boy, oh boy, is she old. She was old, man. You fucking with that? No, but I mean, let me be clear. With that amulet on, yeah, I mean, especially for back then. I mean, she, she yeah. had her purse. She had her purse. You know, she she fed Stannis. You know, she fed Stannis them them lines. You know, he got she got Stannis to believe in what she was advocating. Yeah, but it was just short sighted. All of it was just so short sighted. I agree. You know, he was so desperate to become king, he was willing to do and make risky decisions. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta make those decisions. Yeah. But, but they didn't work out for him. You know. Uh, but that is. The game is the game. You live and you learn, and they got him killed. Yeah, I feel you, man. Pause this real quick. All right, bro. You know we still on that Game of Thrones because you know we gotta talk about Beyond the Wall, bro. Beyond the Wall, man. I don't know how they gonna beat them. Yo, I mean that's just insane. The man got the dragon, but like. yeah, dragon now. Yo, man. when he saw that, he was like, "I want that dragon." He had to get it. He jumped down and off there. Like. <laughs> 
Let me get the one. Let me get the one taking out my troops right now. Precision, bro. Even though he could have just taken out Drogon. Didn't want to do that. But he didn't. He didn't want to do that. He said, "I'm gonna get the one I really need." Yeah. Yeah. That small one. And that now, one. I'm just trying to figure out how are they gonna win? How are you gonna beat the Night King on a dragon? Well, I'm really excited about that because that means there's gonna be a dance of dragons, bro. And that's what we deserve. That is what we deserve. That's at least an hour and a half. Oh, that battle's gonna be insane, bro. That it's probably gonna be like, what is it? Is it six episodes this last one, right? Uh, I think seven. Yeah. Uh, seven. Last one was eight, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check. I know it was eight episodes last one. I think six or seven. But each one of them is supposed to be a minimum, like, an hour and a half, bro. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, that means some of them are gonna be more than that. So there's definitely gonna be an episode in there where it's like two hours. The answer dragon. I feel like it's gonna be like the fourth or fifth episode. There we go. Uh, uh yeah, it only has six. Yeah, so I feel like it's gonna be like they said they're gonna be like movies. So yeah, the fourth or fifth episode. Dude, I am so excited. Man, it's gonna be crazy. I it's just... gonna be so insane, bro. Every single Sunday, I'm gonna be right here. Oh yeah, bro. Oh, Game of Thrones all day. Like. My... I'm nervous though, cause I I have no idea who's gonna survive, and I have yeah. No but idea. I mean, who do you want? Though I want I don't want John to have to die twice. I would really not want John to die twice, cause I just, feel like he can actually lead people now, because he actually cares about all different types of people based on their merit, yeah. not on their on how they were born in their class. But if Game of Thrones is gonna go, how Game of Thrones has gone? Nah, I think they might take Danny though. I think Danny's gone. I think that's certified. I think Danny is certified dead. Because she's on that dragon when yeah. she fights the Night King. I feel like her, I think her and Drogon versus the Night King, I think she might take out the Night King. But well, I think she still dies. Yeah, I agree. I think she's John got to deal with that. She is a sacrificial lamb for whatever happens. Just because she plays such an integral part, she is in the line of fire. She, she's no, fire nice. No matter the option, she yeah. is central, almost number one option. Yeah, no, I mean, in terms of the Night King, she's the she, most important. No, John is proven as a leader of men. Yeah. And as a fighter, he is more important. And I think the Night King also senses. Do we see John about the dragon? John. Yeah, we see John on the dragon for sure. So, Sword One. I don't know if they're necessarily gonna fight the Night King together on that dragon. Have to. There's a lot of things going on. It's a, it's a lot. It's a real new one. Because you gotta think about it. one of those dragons has to be on uh, Napalm Strafe duty. Yeah. Has to be. Yeah. For them to even have a fighting chance. Yeah. Has to be. Facts. And John's gonna be leading those troops. You know what I'm saying? John. John. I tell you who's gonna be leading those troops probably. John. Jamie. Bronn. Tormund. Um. The Hound's probably going to be dealing with the Mountain, Cersei, yeah. and Arya and the Ma I feel like Arya and all of them are going to be dealing with more of Cersei, King's you know what I'm saying? King's Landing, yeah. finishing that off. I was going to say, um, I'm worried about it being a, a it's, it's, like, it's a three-sided battle. Because, I mean, you still, have, you still have to worry about Cersei. It's going to be a three-sided battle. And you still worry about the Night King. But that clash is going to happen because everybody's going south. Yeah. So, does the final battle end up? Near that's King why. Dragon. That's why I'm thinking. That's why it is so exciting because you don't know who's gonna end up on that throne. You don't. It could be the Night King. It could be Cersei. It could be Jon. It could be Arya. 
It could be any of those people. Yeah, I don't know be, if Sansa will do it though. I don't know about Sansa. I don't. But I don't think Sansa dies though. I know. But that makes me nervous for Arya, because I feel like she's the one that I feel like universally nobody wants her to go, bro. No, bro, she's taking out whole houses yeah, bro, with ease. Cause let's be real, if even like ten of them survive, she's still easily taking them out. Easy, 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 easy. But she took out the whole house without her harming any of the innocent girls and servants working there. Yeah, she killed everybody. Precision, just to the, to the man, bro. To the man. Yeah, that was perfect. Perfect. Perfect plan. It's incredible. So, but I'm, I'm just nervous just because, you know, think about it, you got to go to King's Landing. You know the last person on the list, you know. Oh, nah. Her and Cersei are going to have are gonna have a conversation. You know, honestly, I feel like I can see. You don't think that bad? I can see Brienne, the Hound, and Arya pulling up in King's Landing. They got to. I can see them pulling up and facing the mountains, Cersei. You know what I'm saying? Bron- Bronze probably. Unfortunately, I feel like Bronze about to get clapped by Cersei, pretty much just off of the fact that Jamie left. Yep. So I feel like if Bronze in any way, shape, or form hears about that, he's out of King's Landing, and I feel like that's what's gonna happen. He's gonna be like, "What? He's gone?" And try to leave. Mountain's gonna be right there. Yeah. That's how I see Bronze dying, unless it's on the battlefield. You know what I'm saying? Saving like Tyrion's life or some shit. Yeah, we got we got a lot of stuff to clear up. I mean, it's a lot of stuff to clear up because Game of Thrones, like you said, like that harsh reality. You know what I'm saying? Not everyone's gonna make it. And they say they even say like George R. R. Martin says it. Even in the show, they say if you think this is gonna have a happy ending, you're not paying attention. No, it's, <laughs> yo, <laughs> it's just like well, who who's collateral damage? Who's collateral damage? You know. And we have no idea. It can go anywhere. I mean, because, yeah, I mean, because, like, pretty much everybody can die, and the humans survive, and it's like Arya raising John and Danny's kid. Like, that's completely feasible, is it not? Like, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Like, uh, Gentry and Arya raising them, you know, something like that. Like, that's completely feasible. I mean, the Night King could win. Night King could definitely win. I mean, he has the advantage. Night King overwhelmingly Has has the advantage. All they, all he needs to do is kill one more dragon, and it's pretty much sewed up. Yeah, but I mean, it's like you know, you face that adversity. So who's? But that's the thing, though. Jon Snow is all about it, bro. He's like, it doesn't matter what it is, because I've just been so used to, you know, what I'm saying, being the underdog. And even when things started going, but even when he started getting preferred by the Lord Commander, become Lord Commander, become King of the North. The odds were stacked against him, and it pretty much always got worse. Yeah. I mean, the man almost got trampled by his own men. Men that, who respected him and loved him, but they were just like, out of fear, like, fuck it. Almost trampled him. Yeah. You know, which I thought was an incredible, that is, I'm glad that won awards for one of the best, you know what I'm saying, on-screen fights, because that was incredible. It was. That, like, you can actually look at that battle and say, hundreds of thousands to millions of men have lost their lives in those situations. Yeah. Exact situation. Yeah. With just that time frame, with just that time frame of horses, swords, arrows, just getting to like the bolt action, heavy duty type of joints. You know what I'm saying? That era. Well, I ain't had to live in that era. Black. Nah, I'm sober. 
<laughs> Bro, someone could just come in, body you, and just rape your wife, take your daughters and sons, and just yeah. sell them off. Like, that was commonplace. Yeah. That was the reason for government. Now, like, what is the reason for government? Control. Control. Control of resources on a, on a large scale and leveraging that power to keep people in line. But back then it was like, bro, save me, please. Yeah, that's all I love. Please don't let me die right like, here. Please like. don't let me get fucked up over here. I'm living close to you. I'll give you my crops. I'll pledge my fealty to you. If some really crazy shit goes down, you know what I'm saying, the man will go fight for you, but please don't let nobody just come up in the middle of the night and body us with no recompense. Yeah. That's really what it is. And it's crazy. And you know another thing that just shows how powerful of a show it is and how much impact it's had, at least on me and on other individuals? We say back then. This is a fictional world that has so many aspects of reality and realism for not only a certain time period, but just like how life is in general. We think about it sometimes as something that's just set in the past. Yep. Something that's historical fiction instead of just like a completely different world. You know what I'm saying? It does that. Yeah, I mean it's. <laughs> like, it's crazy. It's true. Yeah, it's. It is crazy. I remember I was talking to. It was these guys I was doing an internship with. Um, my sophomore summer going into junior year. And I said that. And they laughed. They were like, <laughs> back then. I was like, oh shit. Like, yeah, actually, yeah, back then. Like, that's how real it seems. Yeah. And since then, actually, one of them has watched. And was like, yo, this is a really good show. Glad I watched it. Game of Thrones like the best show. Just top three shows I've ever watched. Yeah, I mean, it's it hasn't ended yet. It, it, hasn't might, ended. it might take over Breaking Bad, bro. We're going to oh, see. No, I, I because think, I'm going to tell you what. When we will. see those dragons get after yeah. it. When we see those dragons get after it, and we see whoever's gonna take on the mountain, that fight's gonna be insane. That, that is gonna be an insane fight. That fight's gonna be insane. And I am so mad that the Viper was. I was gonna say we gotta, BS, we gotta go bro. back to that. We gotta go back to that. Because I loved him as he, a character, and he was the best fighter. He was the best. He would. Uh, he just had. No, I'm. T- I'm sorry. No other fighter that we've seen. Would have, you know what I'm saying, in their current state. Now, let me be clear, you know what I'm saying, uh, Barristan, you know what I'm saying, back in the day, yeah. you know what I'm saying, Jamie, if he had kept his good sore hand, maybe in time, could have, could have held their own, held their own, or at least won the fights, right? But the Viper, at some point, was just playing with this he dude. He dominated he him. He dominated that fight. And still died. On that bullshit. He was telling up. All he had to do was just stab my man in the chest, man. Just get it end over with. End just it. Get it over all he had to do was end it. Let my man get up. And he had to. And he had to hear a confession. Had to. Why? You had a. You had a legitimate reason to kill a man. You had the perfect legal way to kill your the man that you hate the most. And then you let him kill you. And he poked your eyes out, bro. I mean, he just gouged he just, your eyes out. Not just, he literally exploded his, he's throwing his head. He's throwing his goddamn head, bro. He didn't give a damn about those eyes. He went, was, ah. He was like, was, yeah, I crushed her head like this. That was, <clears throat> that was sickening. That was and no one else said shit about it. That Game of Thrones really showed me that the, the good guys are not going to win. The good guys yeah, don't always win, man. They really don't. And you know, Tyrion's, you know what I'm saying? His, his heart sunk when he saw that, of course. Yeah. And then, you know, the sand snakes, 
Honestly, bro, I would be really, really excited if Braun had saved one of the Sand Snakes. Think so? Two of them just got bodied on the boat. Yeah. Um, by another, what is his name? Uncle Urin. Urin is uh, also a villain that is a fucking villain, but I love that man. Yeah. Like when he was in that, like when he came in that fight, he was first off the boat. You know what that? You know what that means in that in that world. You know what I'm saying? First in there is probably the first to die, or you're good as hell and you can you know what I'm saying make space for other people. Either way, like. You take that first position, you take that first in there. Yeah. You like that. What's yeah, up? Like, like Sir Jorah and um, who else? Uh, Thorin? What's his name? Um, the priest. Uh, Constantly drunk. Can't remember his name right now, but him with that flaming sword, like him in it, like those situations where you're first off. That was what you're in was. He was like, that joint dropped, killed a man. He was first off. Who wants some? What's up? Urine was nice. Or Bi- is nice. Yeah, yeah. bodying those two little sand snakes. And then you left the finest one. Well, I don't want to say that. The finest one to me. Yeah. The one that Braun was flirting with, having a good time yeah. with. Killed her. But you don't see her die. Yeah, but you know. You know. Yeah, I feel like. Especially. But you also don't see the mother die. No, you don't. Because I think Cersei wants her to just like stay there. Cersei wants her to live the entire life watching her bo- her daughter's body decay. Yeah. Which, in terms of the perspective sheerly of revenge, that's savage as fuck. That's cold, that's but that's cold. good. That's cold blooded. It's like you're gonna you're gonna kill my daughter when she had no aggression towards you. In fact, she liked you. All she wanted was your approval. You know what I'm saying? And be with, and be with. You know what I'm saying? Your nephew and make them and make him happy. She wanted to be your ally. She wanted to strengthen things. Yeah. She could have been, and that's the thing about it. Leader of the Sand Snakes. She wasn't about the diplomatic, political route. She wanted blood. Yeah. Plain and simple. She didn't want to, you know what I'm saying? Take the Queen of Thrones type. I mean, Queen of Thorns type of route. That was also real. Or Marjorie type that was of route. Also real though. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, want, didn't want to seep into the society so nah, deep and just, just get it over with. I just want to, you know, I want to get in and out. I'm going to kill you. Let's get out of here. You know? Stupid. Game of Thrones is, you know, real intricate, man. It's just so many, so many perspectives from so many different people that have, you know, that became integrated in the show. So, yeah. And then they're just gone. But it's interesting because she's not dead yet. I want to see what happens to her. Because Cersei's like, no, 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 I want you to live. That's the thing. Cersei doesn't, Cersei feels like death is too quick. Because, especially because when she went and dealt with the stuff with the High Septon, there was a point where she just wanted to go. If it wasn't for, if it was not for Tommen, if it was not for Tommen, Cersei would have tried to kill herself. For sure. Cersei was going to be dead. That was the only thing holding her, you know what I'm saying? That hope of Jamie saving her was light in the background, and that's who she loves more than anything, but the fact that Tommen was in the hands of that bitch yep. really is what gave her, you know what I'm saying, the strength to be like, oh, I, I gotta hop back in my bag, you know what I'm saying? Quiver, who, Quiver was just like, whoever teams I'm on, I'm gonna help. Yeah, facts. And that's why it's like, it's hard to hate him. 
can't no. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of things have happened to him, but anywhere he's been, he has actively tried to be useful and helpful. Yeah. He just want he just wants to push the envelope, I guess. That's that's all he was after, pushing the envelope, learning, science, whatever. And he was trying to do that to leverage and help people. So I can't be mad at him. But he kind of helped, too. But what she, what he, what she did to that uh, septum, that septa, man. And you saw the mountains like actual face. You're like, yeah, the mountain looks like there's like there's there like there's one thing about how like often you know what I'm saying that aspect of rape is shown in this show and that's real and it's important for that to be there because that is how life is. You know what I'm saying. There's not always someone who's gonna save you last minute. Yep. You know, this is not Mario, where Mario comes just while Bowser just has her right here, you know what I'm saying? Calm comes to the maiden, whether you get there or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or, I mean, in Euron's case, uh, not in Euron's case, Theon's case, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the Theon, man. yeah, Theon. Jesus, he's been Theon's through a Theon's deserved to die, I just want him to die, man. For real? Yeah, I want him. Theon. He did deserve to die, but then it's like, damn, like I want something good to come of him, you know what I'm saying? I, I want him to get his sister back, you know what I'm saying? He's become useless to me. Nah, bro, when he finally stood up on that beach, bro. I know. He when he finally it. stood up on that beach. It took him long enough. They were just, they, they looked at him and they were like, alright, man, he really wants to get his queen back. We gotta go get our queen back. If this, if this, you know what I'm saying, piece of crap, if this, you know what I'm saying. Shell of a man is willing to do all of this for that. We gotta let, we gotta just let it go. Come on, little homie. And that gained him a lot of respect. And I think in season seven, I think he's gonna go. I want him to go, but I think he's gonna be useful, be of some positive use. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's huge. And of course, what he did for Sansa. Sansa, Sansa wasn't gonna make it out with that. Sansa was not gonna make it out without him. He, and that's why John was real. It's like if it wasn't for what you did for her, yeah, you'd be dead. You'd be dead. And you know you can't stop me. You know no one on here one-on-one -on -one can stop me. You don't hurt about me, my guy. At that point, John's in his back. At that point, John's, you know what I'm saying, able to just go ahead and take on a White Walker 1v1, three, four strokes, end it. Which is how actual fights are, you know what I'm saying? You always hear people in actual who actually experience hand-to-hand combat or any sort of type of combat and they study it. It's like, that shit's not like the movies where it lasts, you know what I'm saying, five minutes with that production. It's very quick. Three, four hits, you know what I'm saying, to try and balance, and then you're going for kill moves. Yeah. Right? And then now you're dealing with injuries and finesse and trying to survive. Right? Um, but through all that, I get back to it, it's just like, um, that is the most horrific thing you could do to, to two women. She did it to them. Yeah. Having, you know what I'm saying, your daughter, you know what I'm saying, not only has my family been responsible for killing the love of your life, and my schemes have been responsible for killing two of your daughters. Now I've talented taking your hope away, but I am now going to kill your daughter the way that you kill mine, but make you watch. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch. I didn't get to be there with the last moments with my baby. I'm gonna let you do that, but I'm gonna make you do that. Yeah. And then I'm gonna make you watch her decomposing corpse. That's the thing about it, cause Cersei's like, Cersei ain't heard about the Night King yet. She's like, nah, I'll be here for a good long while. We're going to deal with this bitch coming through. You know what I'm saying? Now that we've crushed her enemies and you're going to be here for a long period of time, she, Cersei wants her to smell the decaying of her own daughter. That's what she did to her. Now this other girl, you know what? Yeah, I have been a lot of sinful, but I like lust. 
You don't like it so much? You sample for it? Oh, well, here's your punishment. I'm gonna have you raped every single day. Every single day. And I'm not gonna let you die. And I'm gonna have someone in there watching you, making sure you don't do it, you can't do anything to try to kill yourself. I'm gonna strap you down, I'm gonna lock your jaw so you can't bite your tongue, bleed out, and you're gonna be raped by this monstrosity. This this back from the dead monstrosity every day until you die. That is that is the most diabolical, ruthless thing in all of Game of Thrones. And there's been some wild stuff. But there's nothing like that. Ramsey will fuck with you and, you know what I'm saying, degrade you and make you into nothing, but still have you do stuff for him. He will do that. He'll still have you, you know what I'm saying, you could have a night off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or he'll, <laughs> night. or he'll just kill you and feed you to his dogs. Like, well, we're going to make use of you. Like, whatever. But seriously, she's like, no. I, I need you to live your natural born life in complete agony to the point where you forget about your faith. That's what she wants. She wants to break her to the point where it's like, your faith does nothing for you. Yeah. All seven of them, all of the seven can do nothing for you. You are gonna experience this hell till you die, and then Whatever. I don't care what happens to you afterwards. Yeah. But if you go to hell, I hope they just go like, "This was pretty good. Let's keep this." Going. You know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh my God, yeah. Cersei Lannister is the coldest. She cold. might be the coldest television character I've ever seen in my life. She's too cold, man. I, <laughs> like, she might have been... It's sickening to see her. It is. Yeah. But hey, what, that's what happens when a woman can't marry the man that she really wants to marry. Yeah. The man that she was then to marry with, she expected to be, you know what I'm saying, queen happy and that turned into shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Her children all killed or dead. Saying she lost it all, she had nothing but Jamie, and then she lost Jamie. Yeah, but only imagine what's gonna happen, bro. I hope she don't get her hands on Braun, bro. I hope and pray, or I hope that she's smart enough to realize, like, hey, I got the Iron Bank. If I pay this man, we'll be all right. Because, because killing Braun doesn't like it might help her with her anger or in terms of a release, but it doesn't help her. It does. And she has now lost her two greatest military assets. Yeah. Militant assets. Because the, the mountain is never leaving her side. Ever, 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 ever. He is guard, guard, guard. So he's not helping anywhere else but keeping her one person safe. And not going to matter when the whole army gets there, right? Right. So it's like, it was Jamie and Braun. Jamie and Brown were, you know what I'm saying, Clyburn is number three because Clyburn was, is coming up with different things to try to deal with dragons or um, more, get more wildfire or, you know, maybe, who knows, they don't even try to take it to like biological things, you know, look, I don't know, you never know. You never know what he's gonna do. Yeah, you never know what he's gonna do to help his squad, he'll do whatever. But, man, it's a great show. Great show, man. You can talk about this for days. You can really talk about it for days. There's just so much yeah. going on. You have any other shows like that that you really, really rocking with? Uh, you know, I don't know if 
if you watch Ozark. Yeah, man, I'm still I'm rocking with Ozark. Nah, I heard. I haven't seen Ozark yet. When you watch Ozark, let me know, man. We can talk about that. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think getting Ozark. Uh, I watched the 100. It's just not. It's not that good. Really? Uh, I heard that it gets a lot better, but I tried to watch the first season. And I was like, this has potential, but I feel like this was just gonna be another like. It's on and off. You can't, you don't really, you know, develop that. You don't really want to, like, watch it all the time. You're just trying to get, you, you go through the motions watching the show. And I did that a lot watching the show. Right. It has its moments. But uh, some situations are just too far-fetched mm-hmm. to really draw you in. Yeah. They have episodes where if you'll be like, oh, that's real shit. But you also have episodes where it's like, come on, man, that's not... It's not even realistic, especially given the time frame of, you know, the, the, the timeline of when things happen. Yeah. How long it's been. That's not feasible. Yeah. But I get it's a sci-fi show. So, you know, and season five seems pretty good. Uh, the second episode of season five is the best episode I've seen in the whole show. Okay. Uh, but I have not watched after that just because I'm, I don't have much hope that if that's the best that I'm going to see. I almost want to leave it at that. Really? You think it's not going to improve? Because think about it, Game of Thrones season one versus Game of Thrones season three, four. Yes. Crazy. Because, and Game of Thrones but, season season three, four compared you, to Game of Thrones season six? You got, you got to think how many episodes are in Game of Thrones compared to the 100. The 100 has had 20 episodes a season. Damn. Up to season five. You're watching a lot of episodes. Yeah. I've gotten, that's what? That's like episode 92. That's the best one I've seen. Well, I mean, that's kind of what but, I would want. But, but, you know, but I, saying that that's like above and beyond the best I've seen shows how much it's lacked development yeah. those first four seasons. True, 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 true. You know, like, yeah, like if they can... Because you can think you can like an episode better, but still, if it's like a 94, it's a 94, right? Right. Okay, yeah. Right. And that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. That The episodes aren't the equivalent of that. Yeah. And that is the best I've seen by far, above and beyond any other episode that I've watched so far. Okay. And it just doesn't... It makes me want to leave it at that episode. So, but other than that, man, uh, it's not really anything else. But give me a couple weeks. I'm trying to find some new shows to watch, man. For sure. Yeah, man. I mean, so I've actually started up with Troy, Fall of the City on Netflix. Is that good? Yeah, it's been pretty good so far. It's, uh, I mean, obviously it's just about the Trojan War, but it's, I like the aspect because it's, uh, it's interracial. You know, even the gods themselves, like Zeus is a big ass black dude. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Achilles is a brother. Okay. Kicking ass, you know, so it's very, it's much more integrated and it has a lot. I mean, I think it's going to have a lot to offer because it's like, yeah, you know how things might end up, but then you also don't because it's kind of like um, Vikings, oh, right? Yeah. Where it's yeah, like yeah. something ends. But, you know, you still got Odysseus on the end. Even when the war ends, you still got Odysseus on the end. And he's already a main character right now. So, like, imagine that. You know, him going through his trials and tribulations, getting back home. If they add that in there, it's nothing. You know what I'm saying? You know, in the movie, they say Paris doesn't die. You know, he he escapes or whatever. What's going on with him? You know, like. There's, that did sound pretty great. Yeah, like there is, there's a lot of potential for that show, so I'm excited for that. I need to check it out. Yeah. 
But yo, you know we gotta get into this music team. Okay. Part of five. Part of five, man. That was that was good. I liked it. It was better, way better than I expected it to be. Yeah. Uh, I had. I'm not gonna lie. I had. I had pretty low expectations for it, but watching it. I mean, not watching it, listening to it. It it really it solidifies some things for me. You know, it really puts some. He really showed his craft. Yeah, but he also showed that progression. Yeah, of that ten years, you can really see like you really got to see the versatility. Yeah, that Wayne has had. You know that he's shown over the years, and he just you know continued to exude that. You know, it was it was nice. It was very nice to get that Wayne perspective. So. I'm grateful for it. Yeah, man. I'm. I'm. I still want to listen through to it more and just listen to it because there are certain songs that I rock with and I go straight to, and then there are certain songs that I've liked while listening. But I mean, 23 songs, bro. There's gonna be filler, and you know how that goes. But yeah. still, I mean, like, there's only like six songs of filler. That's a great. That's a. You know what I'm saying great with an album on the offset, and I'm impressed by it. I mean, some songs just aren't for me. You know, yeah. Also. Think about that. Very true. Very true. I gotta get this uh But yeah, so we'll see how I how I feel. I'm definitely gotta give it some more spins. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Just gotta give it some more spins it's, first. It's, it's still kinda new. I'm probably gonna listen to when we get the car now. Yeah. Like I gotta I gotta I gotta listen to that some more. Um, I'm trying to think who else, who else came out. Logic dropped something. I have not listened to that yet. I need to. I've there's some good. There's some good songs in there. Um, there's definitely influences from J Cole and Kanye West on there that I think are very noticeable. Okay. But yo, Wu Tang Forever. Wu Tang Forever Fire. Is it like Drake? Like was it like Drake Wu Tang Forever? Nah, he got the whole thing? clan. Oh, he got the clan. Every living there. member of the clan. You know what I'm saying? That. On there, For spitting. Real? For real, he got the clan on there. Okay, I. He said R.I.P. to ODB, and then he's just like, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna let everybody else rip. Ghostface, come on there, starting. Ooh wee, Jizza, Rizza, Method. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna break on all them. Okay, okay, that's definitely about to get. And and the beat too, I'll play it for you before you leave. Okay. And the beat too is classic. Late nineties. Cypher rap, just right up the Wu Tang out. The true Wu Tang style, you know? It's taking you back to that real Wu-Tang. So that was that was a gem and I appreciate you logic for that. Okay. I say I always like logic music. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Shout out to the three oh one. I mean, obviously Thugger, I mean Maybe you know, you know, Thug is Thug. Yeah, you know? he's just dropping hits. But that song with Jaden Smith's Sin? Yeah. That didn't deserve to be so good, bro. Who told them they could make something so good? Look, yo, I'm, I'm not understanding. Like, yo, they, they did not have to do that. My only reason I'm seeing it, my only reason I'm taking it really. <laughs> 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 I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, man. Got the same name as the butler. Got more money than Ashley and her mother. Woo. They lived in Bel Air. <laughs> they lived in a mansion in Bel Air. <laughs> he snapped, yeah. In the 90s. <laughs> so you know the money only group. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. You still like, I got more. <laughs> right. Like, Yo. Come on, man. You ain't have to do that, dog. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, I can definitely. Um, definitely have you heard Brock Hampton's album? 
That's got some good songs on there. You talk about um, versatility and eclectic. These guys are all over the place. I can truly say, like, I understand what they say when they're, like, I mean, a boy band. Yeah. Like, they, they got influences from everything. They're doing everything. They got... There's one song where they got cleared from uh, Beyonce. Oh. Like, one of her tracks. They cleared that. That was dope. And then there's this song, Tanya. And I'm going to play that for you, too, before you leave. The ending of this song, man, it's just one of those things where you're just like, you want more. Okay. I don't want it to just be 20 seconds. I want it to be a whole minute, and I won't get tired of it, because that's how good the ending is. Really? And that's how you know they, they did it right. Hey, look, bro. I'm going to need to go ahead and listen to that, because I'm about to dip out. Yeah, so I got I, you. I, I, I need to hear that, bro. Yeah, for sure. I'm about to put all of that. But, uh, I mean, last thing before we end off the podcast, bro, you know we got to talk about it, man. What? Yay, bro. I don't want to talk about yay, man. For real? Yay, yay, been pissing me off, man. Look, look. So, you heard what we said today? The TMZ thing? Uh, about, uh, goddamn, what? What's what was he talking about? Oh, Bro, about, about, about LeBron leaving, uh, about LeBron leaving Cleveland to go to LA. He said he shouldn't have left uh, Cleveland to go to LA because he should have started the school in Cleveland. And, uh, bruh, LeBron opened the school in Cleveland. Two months ago. Yeah. He's just he's, would, he's he's Is he that lost? He's he's Is he that lost? He's ill informed. He's just ignorant to what's going on around him. He's 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 he's, he's he dives into his work and then you know what I'm saying, he's very passionate, he dives into his work, he hears something, then he just reacts without learning. Yeah. I mean without learning anything about it, without asking more questions. And Anytime he wants to have that type of platform to learn something like that, he's like, well, let's get it right here in the public eye. Like his learning experiences, those conversations that will have him understand situations and feel how people feel are like the TMZ situation. Yeah. Are like the end of SNL where he's going on a rant. Like that's his first contact with other people's thoughts, man. He don't got a Mac Mittens on his team, bro. Yeah, I know. And he was talking about it in that interview, you know what I'm saying, at the radio station. He don't. He does yeah. not have that Mac Mittens on his team, and it's tragic. But it's like, yo, you gotta learn, man. Because it's the worst thing is, I get his message, I really do. But he's he, he's not articulating it well, and he just looks like a fool. Yeah. He looks like a fool. He's not taking other people's experiences into account and working it through from their experiences. Right. No, he's just saying shit. Yeah. He's just saying shit. Yeah, and he really is doing it. And I mean, it just, I don't know. It's like, I get it. You know, you say you don't want to educate yourself, so you want to be, you know, misinformed and everything. But at the same time, don't come out of your mouth and try to speak things that are facts when you haven't taken the time out to really understand anything that's going on around you. And that's, it's like Kanye, like I get you're a mastermind, you know, you're a master musician, you know. You're, 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 you know about politics. You're, you're a magician with the arts. Yeah, but, but but please stop. You have to know your boundaries. Yes. And it's like he never reached those boundaries, and now that people are trying to tell him like, "Hey, can you please get that back?" It's like, don't talk to me like that. I can I can I can talk about whatever I want to, and he's forgetting his audience, mm-hmm. who he's talking to. He's influencing these individuals. He forget he's forgetting the platform that he has. You know. And it's like, if you just took a second to become more informed and give us better statements and information that you've come up with, then we could...
fully understand your perspective, but instead you just seem like a rambling fool. Yeah, you and, seem like a, honestly, I mean, they be they, they're really they're really bro. When people been talking about music, they've been saying pre coon Kanye, bro. Yeah, that's a term. Not just from one group of friends I got. That's a no, term now. That's a, that is now. <laughs> that I is, saw something on Twitter today. It was him. It was him as with the Uncle Ruckus big eye, and he's starting to look like it. I mean, he's literally like... I, mean, I cannot believe it, bro. Because, and for my listeners, I'll try to break it down. The idea that this man is after is one of open platform and love of one another. Treating everyone equally, understanding and leveraging everyone's perspectives so we can come to a common goal. The problem is, that's an ideal. Yeah. That's not reality, and frankly, it will never be reality. No. There's always those who think they're better than others. There's always those who think they're more informed than others, and there's always those who just are more informed than others. You know what I'm saying? So Facts. it's just like that's never going to come about. So really, all you're doing, spurting what you're spurting, is showing support for, you know what I'm saying, those of MAGA, because... What Ye seems to be trying to do is extract, make America great again, and take it for what it is. Like, yes, let's work toward this. Let's make America great again. But he's he's not understanding that. No, 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 no. This this slogan, this campaign, has been used. You know, what I'm saying with from an administration that wants to continue and strengthen the oppression on minorities. Yep. Like that is straight up and down. What like like that's just what ha- it has become tied to, and yes, I understand. I am you know what I'm saying holding it to that and not letting it grow into something better and not letting it grow to the idea that it may be. But that's because it's not. Yeah, it's because he's being short sighted. It's short sighted. Just with that, just with that conversation. I mean, just think about it, like okay, yes, on the surface, you saying all of those things and you wanted that to come to fruition. If we were in, if this was a different world, then maybe. But you think he's experienced what this world is. And as he's gotten older, 41 years old, man. It's like, it's like he adopted the ideologies that he had growing up. But once he became the rich black man, you know, it was like, I don't have to worry about these issues. Now he's trying to come back into these issues, but now he's so far out of reality. He can't seem to get in touch with anybody with any of his audiences that he's trying to tailor to yeah you know now well, you, just, you still because like he said you know what i'm saying you still just a nigga you said it you, you still just nigga in the coop like, that's like, how most of the people it's who almost, are on a certain side we're not gonna do which one because it's obvious you yeah. know what i'm saying are gonna feel about it it's almost like he forgot where he came from it's literally what it is he forgot sure. you know mm-hmm. uh you know people want to attribute it to his mom dying but he was on that way before then you gotta remember, yeah. I mean, look, he, he was he wasn't because okay. I'm shocked. Because you because you gotta think about it. Before his mom died, he was he had become unapologetically black. That was when he was like George Bush doesn't care about black people. That was right before his mother died. Yeah. Then his mother died, and those ideologies changed. But he was still it as radical as he was on that side. Now on the other side. Yeah. But you, I feel like. I feel like that was a huge one too because he got such a huge backlash and he lost that number one support system. Yep. He lost that person who was just like, okay, they're saying these things about you. This is why they feel this way. Fuck them. 
Instead, now he's just like, I can't take this. Fuck him. If you come with me with any negative energy, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? You're bullying me, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like he's taking bits and parts from like the extremism of the liberal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And using that as like a veil around the um, cornerstone of the conservative. Yeah. That's what he did. But it's like, what are you doing? And the worst thing is that it's like, I see it in his tweets. I see it in how he, what he promotes. He really does want everyone to get along. But he's choosing to be willfully ignorant. And that is one thing I cannot excuse. You are willfully choosing to be ignorant. And that's not okay. That's not okay. If you misspoke and don't know how to articulate something, learn. Yep. Motherfucker, you're Kanye West. You ask somebody to write you a speech. Like, you think about it, all this could be could have been avoided and boiled over if he had someone going like, yo, you need to articulate this better. You need someone to write you a speech. Stop this bullshit. Start trying to do all this shit yourself. You need someone to write you a speech. You need to articulate it. But you need to talk to them and you need to make sure you mean every fucking word. Yeah. Period. That, if that shit came out three months ago, none, none of this would be happening. None of it would be happening. Would be happening. We would be loving Yeezy. You know what I'm saying? We'd be like, yo, this music, fuck it. He's 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 an artistic genius, fuck but, it. Instead of we lost this nigga. But he doubled down on it. He doubled down on, on the things that he said and then it was like I, we can't rock with that. Can't. can't. You know, you you just saw that that you can't. don't As a connoisseur of music, as a connoisseur of music, he's always gonna be one of my favorite artists yeah. of all time. But you but uh, the person the person for me to be a supporter uh, of Ye. Yeah. Obviously, I want him to be happy. Obviously, I want him to have a strong family health. I wish nothing bad on the man. But this is this is me saying, like, yo, until you learn, until you grow. This can't be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is, this is I it. Can't, I can't. I can't. You, you're not my idol no more. He's shown us. You know saying? Even even though I my, the way I thought of him as an idol was more of just, like, him supporting himself and his art. You know what I'm saying? Him just being him and pushing the envelope. And being willing to try things, that's why I idolize Kanye, and that's why I fuck with him. But even now, it's like, can't do it, bro. Yeah. You want, like, you, you, you're wilding, man. He's really I'll, I'll always be a fan, I'll always be rooting for you to get better, but. He's, he's really tripping now. Yeah. You, you, you're tripping. Like, yeah. but let me be clear. After saying all that, I still want to hear Yandi. This man said he's going to Africa to just chill out there, live life with his family, and record. Oh no, that's about. There's gonna be two or three tracks like influence from the motherland that are gonna be fucking fire. I was talking to somebody about it earlier today. Like music over there, you know what I'm saying? Music anywhere is incredible. It's from the soul. It's passionate, right? Right. But some places, it's just like this is just what we do as a community. These is something that grows us closer together. We don't do it for record sales. We don't do it to get famous and travel the world. We just do it to have fun. As a community, that like the epitome of culture, you know, music in culture. You know what I'm saying? Period. Everyone, everyone can play something. Everyone dance. Everyone something. You know what I'm saying? Those moments. Yeah. If he finds those over there and really gets into that, oh my god. Yeah, oh he, he was, my god. Musically, you can tap into some to some some real stuff over there. You know, like, I mean, he can he can give us some extravagant music. He can uh, really and and knowing yay like. He'll also put on artists from over there. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? That's one thing about Ye. Like, if he goes over there, like, for example, there's some, like, there's some schools, you know what I'm saying, where they're, like, they just have people, like, doing choir or whatever. Yeah. And they'll just make incredible harmonies and beats, I mean, and music and stuff like that. He'll have them on the track. And I'll be like, shout out to them. Period. Which would make their, make their day. Yeah. Right? Definitely. And they would just be great, bring great music to the world. Because people going to listen to Ye. It don't matter what's happening, bro. Yeah. People are going to listen. That's a fact. Whether they want to or not. Because they're going to, because any of the good shit, which it's Ye, it's going to be good shit. It's yeah. going to get played. Fact. And you're going to be like, fuck, this sounds good. Fuck him, but whatever. Ye's that one artist where people do like, like, even though they'll be like, nah, I can't support him, fuck it. They still somehow be listening. Yeah. Still somehow be getting those streams. I will say. Oh, but you cancel, you cancel somebody? I will say I have not listened to Gay in a while. No? No, I, I can't, uh, I can't do it, bro. Yeah, that's real. But, I mean, you know, I'm not going to be like, yo, don't listen to Gay. But, you know, yeah. like, I just, like, that's it's not just, I can't, uh, I, I haven't liked this music in a while anyway. Yeah. Uh, the last song I liked was Blood on the Leaves. Damn, uh, what a hell of a song. That was a hell of a song, though. Jesus. That was a hell of Dude, a song. Dude, he's had some good songs since then, bro. I just haven't, I don't I don't know, I just haven't. Uh, Life of Pablo had some good songs on there. Probably good songs. I have not listened to it, bro. You've never listened to the Life of Pablo? Life hey, that's pre Kanye, bro. You need to check that out. I'm gonna, I need to check it out. Pre Jig Boo Kanye, okay. you need to check that out. Okay, I'm gonna check it out. Goddamn Jig Boo! I'm gonna check Yo, I'm telling you, this is a good album, that. man. He has a track with The Weeknd on there, got a track really? with Kendrick on there. Okay. Check with Chance. Now, I'll tell you what. Chance and Kanye's album that comes out, I'm not even gonna be thinking, but I'm gonna be like, Chance's album, produced by Kanye. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna bump that because that's gonna be hard. That's gonna be from the shy, hard. Like that's gonna be a good album. Chance came out with music in a minute, either. Yeah, but they working. They in the lab together. Okay, I'm gonna do it. But yo, man, thank you for you know what I'm saying, coming through, playing Thieves. Oh yeah. Let me catch a few wins. You know what I'm saying? Two survival, oh, yeah, the away game, and yeah. then the the draw. Yeah, okay. Uh huh. He's trying to play me. I was trying to show it like, yo, thank you for coming. He tried to correct me. Look, yeah, I'm, it's all good. I'm, I'm gonna be back. You oh, know, that's we true. Gonna, we ain't gonna see too many more than Doug out here. Why? Right. You right? Uh, you know, this is uh, it's rare. It's rare. That was just This is this this is just preliminaries. You know. What that's saying? true. It was just first time. Shout, Shout out FIFA nineteen. We we in our baggie. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But nah, man, thank you for coming on, chatting with me. Oh, yeah, no. You'll be on, you know what I'm saying, in the future. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, you. Man. I mean, man. definitely want to get you on with Drew. You know what I'm saying? We can do it, man. Let me know. All right, man. Everybody, good vibes, everybody. Y'all have a good time. Bye. We outro.